This is the Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Special guest this hour is going to be Alan Dershowitz, the professor from Harvard, the guy who helped in the defense of O.J. Simpson. He was once an attorney for President Trump. He's a liberal. He's a Democrat. He is not a Trump uh, a Trump guy politically, yet he is out there telling the truth about what our Constitution protects from government intrusion. And what, what the government is trying to do to Donald Trump is not okay. We're going to break down every one of the indictments from, from Manhattan to Washington twice, then to Atlanta. I'm going to break it all down, and uh, the professor gives you the straight skinny. That's going to be in about 27 minutes from now. Do not touch that dial. In fact, if you want to watch the attorney, the Harvard professor, talk about it and watch us do the interview, JoePags.com, click on Watch Now. JoePags.com, click on Watch Now. Carrie, tell me what I'm supposed to do with this. Uh, what do with what? Well, of course, during the course of the conversation last hour, I talked about Dr. Jill Biden, who would be a great Surgeon General. And what email do you think I got? Mm, that she's really not that kind of doctor. Right. She's not a medical doctor, therefore, she wouldn't be a good Surgeon General. This one from Bruce. Bruce, love you like your brother. You're probably a great guy. You got to listen more. I'm making fun of Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg on The View said, Dr. Jill Biden is amazing. She'd be a great Surgeon General. I've been making fun of her ever since. I talk about it all the time. And every time I call her Dr. Jill Biden, which is ridiculous, we don't, generally speaking, call those who have a doctorate degree in education like Jill Biden, we don't generally call them doctor. We, in our society, generally call medical doctors doctors or DOs doctors. But for some reason, when you mention Jill Biden, you've got to say what a great doctor she is. So I play with that. Carrie, if I have to explain the joke, maybe it's not funny. Yeah, maybe you should just stop because some people are just not going to get it. Because the one guy somewhere in listener land, Bruce, didn't get it. I should stop this hilarious bit. Oh, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. On a Monday. Don't, don't make a face. You can say something. Well, I don't know if it's I mean, hilarious. hilarious. I wouldn't maybe go that it's, far. It's but... belly Is it? slapping, knee like... slapping hilarious. Mm-hmm. My abs hurt from laughing so hard. Squinching your face. What is your deal? Don't think it's that funny, but okay. It's hilarious. Okay, Dr. Jill well, might be a great Surgeon General. Woo! Uh, whatever you say. That is Polo in the house. Get it done. Sam Bam got a blank camera from Sam for some reason. Look at that. Sam is back now. Boom. That's how we do it. No, it's Dr. Jill Biden. Wouldn't mind her doing surgery on me. Ah, great doctor. That is, that's hilarity. You wouldn't know funny if it bit you in the face. Just stop it. <laughs> I would, actually. Yeah. Uh, Bruce, 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 Bruce. My brother. I know. Carrie, how can you listen to a guy doing a show like me for, for 18 years, 16 years, whatever the hell we've been doing this, right? And, and think time. I'm so stupid that I really think that Jill Biden's a medical doctor. You know what I mean? I know. I know. There are some people. Do that. I mean, he's a great talk show host, got a great voice. Man, he makes some sense sometimes. But the jackass doesn't know she's not really a doctor. He knows. He knows. Yes. Yes, he does. All right. 
I'm going to say the guy's name. I'm not afraid to say his name. Alex Jones put something out a couple of days ago, three days ago, maybe maybe more than that. In the past few days, he put this out. That he went to have coffee with a friend that he says works at the TSA, and the friend over coffee, this is his source, the friend over coffee said that by mid-September, the TSA is going to force us all to wear masks again on planes. And all the TSA workers will have to wear masks. There's some new stupid variant that allegedly is going crazy somewhere and everybody's got to wear masks again. Now, we know by studies, these are peer-reviewed clinical studies that masks don't work. In fact, the masking of our children specifically in school hurt them badly. Their learning, their ability to learn was hampered immensely. Their, their social abilities are years behind other places now. Then you look at a place like Sweden, didn't wear any masks, didn't do anything, didn't lock anything down. Allegedly, and again, this is from Alex Jones, and look, let, let me say this. I'm not going to drag Alex Jones, but I'm going to tell you the truth about a couple of things. Number one, the guy has a massive audience because people believe a lot of what he says. Number two, he has done some pretty good journalism, and he's uncovered some stories. Number three, the guy was found liable to the tune of billions of dollars because of what he said about Sandy Hook. So that should give you pause. Go, okay, well, wait a second. He got in trouble for doing what? And number four, from firsthand experience, I've never met Alex Jones. Might be a nice guy, might be a jerk. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I haven't met him. Don't plan on it. But I know that I was at the convention, and Sam, you were there with me in 2016 in Cleveland. And Alex Jones and Jink Sink Unger, whatever however the guy pronounces his name, from the Young Turks, I think staged this upheaval. Sam, were you with me when this was all going on? Yes. These two guys acted like they were going to punch each other. Bunch of security gets in between, starts a whole big melee. You could probably find it over online. So I think there's a lot of drama and dramatics involved as well. I think the same thing about, about Unger, Uger, whatever the guy's name is from the Young Turks, who I did a pilot with, by the way, in like 2007, and he had to stand on a box because he was so short. Not that he could help how tall he is, but he had some serious short man's disease where he was screaming at me the entire time. I'm going, why are you screaming at me? I literally said that while the cameras were rolling. Why are you screaming at me? Stop yelling at me. What is the matter with you? And the topic was questioning Barack Obama um, and his birthright or something. And he said, no Republicans ever, ever been asked that question, which was a lie. They asked the same question of John McCain, who was born in the Panama Canal Zone. So it's just wrong. But, but again, I digress. Do I think that there is value to what Alex Jones does? I don't subscribe to him. I don't follow him. I don't watch his stuff. But I know a lot of you do. And a lot of you get something positive out of it. So I'm all, listen, I'm all in support of him existing, having his great brand, being very successful. I'm against his censorship on Twitter. I think he should be on Twitter. Uh, all of that said, the guy has a level of dramatics in what he does that I don't, I don't ascribe to. I don't think that that's something that, that makes sense for how I do what I do. So when he says he went to lunch or had coffee with a friend of his who's a high-level TSA person who told him the government's going to lock down the country in mid-September and make us all wear masks again, I listened to it. A lot of other so-called news organizations have grabbed a hold of it and run with it. They think that there's something to it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to opine about it. In fact, they did a video about it just the other day on all of the different services, on YouTube, on Instagram, on, on TikTok. 
The question's a very simple one. Because again, I don't, his sourcing sucks. I'm a former news guy. I could never, ever go with a news story where some person over a cup of coffee said something about something that might be happening a month from now. So his sourcing sucks. Could there be something to it? Sure, there could be. Might there be nothing to it? Sure, there might not be. But let me say it again. It's out there now in the ether, and other organizations have picked it up. And here I am talking about it. Other organizations, by the way, won't give him credit. I just did. It comes from him. Okay? Do I think they would do that again? Of course they would do it again. It's, it's the freaking government. Look how successful it was in 2020 and ensuring a win in the election for their guy. Do I think it's on the way? I don't know. His source sucks. So if that's the only source I get, the answer is no, I don't think it's on the way. If it were on the way, would I comply? Nope, didn't comply the first time. I wore a mask when I went to the doctor because I had to see the doctor. I wore a mask when I flew once, and people gave me a hard time over that. But I needed to get where I was going, and I didn't want to take 14 hours to drive there. I decided to take a two-hour flight. So I wore it on a plane once. Other than that, I did not wear a mask anywhere else. Period. End of story. Wasn't going to happen. It's nasty. It's disgusting. You can't breathe. It gives you a lack of oxygen, and it doesn't work. The molecules of COVID are smaller than the openings in the, the mesh openings in those masks. Even if you had an N95 mask, that was developed really for building and to keep construction dust out of your face. So the medical workers were using the N95 masks, which were better. Still didn't stop everything. And then the masks we were all wearing, or you guys were all wearing, were cloth or mesh, and they didn't do anything. They did nothing other than stop us from talking to each other, other than cover our faces and make us antisocial, other than harm us when it came to doing our jobs or learning at school. So here's the question. Let's open the phone lines. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. If the government puts on this phony mandate again, because keep in mind, they can't mandate you wear masks. They can't. The government cannot do that. It's a stripping of our liberties and our freedoms. But if they give this guidance again from CDC or FDA or whomever, it would be CDC or NIH. If they gave the guidance to do it again, would you? I wouldn't. Not for a second. Would you do it? You know, I would make sure that I'm not flying anywhere unless it's something urgent. I would make sure that my doctor's appointments weren't about what weren't happening when all this was going on. The government doesn't have the right to make you take a shot or to wear a mask. So if they try to lock down the, the, the entire country again, in anticipation of primary season, in anticipation of Joe Biden having to debate whoever the nominee is, probably Trump, for the Republicans, would you fall for it? Going to fall for the okie doke again? I don't think so. So would you do it? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Make sure you stay tuned for Professor Alan Dershowitz. He's going to be at the bottom of the hour, which means about the 30 point of the hour. So about 10 or 11 minutes from now, you want to watch the interview. You can actually see the professor. You can see me. You can hear us break down exactly what Trump faces. 
and why he thinks that there's one charge that might be more serious than others, and he breaks all that down. Get to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M, and click on Watch Now, and that'll take you right there. If you're, if you're listening between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time, if you're listening after that, you can go and watch it again. You can watch the video on demand, but I'll also put the interview up on Rumble, which I do every night. Make sure you go check that out. Meantime, I've got to remind you about Super Beats. I've been dealing with Super Beats for a long time. They had the powder for a long time, which was cool. You take some liquid, put it in there, mix it up, and you get a nice boost of energy when you take Super Beats. It's going to help you to build your nitric oxide, which is a miracle molecule helping to regulate and support your blood pressure, your blood flow, your circulation. Um, it's even better now because you can just take Super Beats Heart Chews, a couple of these a day. They don't taste like supplements. They don't taste like medicine. They taste very good, like you're treating yourself to something. And they help you out. They give you that nice boost of energy that you're looking for and get that get that heart health support that you're looking for as well. Paired with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants and Super Beats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. They've got over 30,000 five-star reviews. You know they're getting it done right. Double your potential with Super Beats Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews and 15% off your first order by going to GetSuperBeats.com and use promo code Joe. GetSuperBeats.com, promo code is J-O-E. That's GetSuperBeats.com. The code is Joe, J-O-E. Make that happen. Make it happen right now. Would you mask up again? Would you put the mask on again if the government somehow ordered it? Now, keep in mind, it's not really a mandate. The government can give guidance, and then you've got um, you know people on the news and people elsewhere who think they're in control telling you it's a mandate. It never was, yet people fell for it anyway. Jim, what's on your mind in Melbourne, Florida? Hi. Hey, Joe, I was exactly like you the first time I out the masks, masks. I refused to wear one, and I just don't understand how the public falls for it. The masks are paper thin. If the guy standing next to me in the elevator had some beans for lunch and let some gas rip and is wearing a, a pair of Levi's jeans, which is heavy material, and I can smell that, what makes somebody think that a paper thin mask is going to stop me from inhaling the molecules when a thick pair of jeans can't stop molecules from coming out? And Jim, on top of that, you can not only smell his stank fart, you, if you've got a mask on, you can still smell it. Oh, of course, because it was it, paper thin. It was absolutely useless. Jim, call so of the I, day. Call the, Carrie, call of the year right there from Jim. Mm-hmm, okay. All right. Got a guy standing next to him who had some beans. He actually got graphic with us, had some mm-hmm. beans, and ripped one. But he said, rip some gas. You should have went ahead and dropped the F word. And then, not only can you smell it because the Levi's don't stop it, very thick jeans, then you got a mask on, you can still smell it. Mm, that's gross. And the, can we admit it? The rippers are the worst, are they not? I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm not talking okay, about that. Okay, you've never heard of farts. You're in a house of three men. No, you, don't know, you don't know what a fart is. I'm not talking about that. No. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go back to the phone. Look, very good point. And, and if we're going to be, be very serious about it, if you can smell what somebody is cooking or if you can smell that somebody let one go, or you can smell, you know, just the natural odors of the day and you're wearing a mask, do you think the mask is working? Because COVID is way smaller, way smaller than those odors around you. I mean, you use your brain now. This was a matter of mass population control. This was a matter of telling the populace, you can only do what we say you can do. And then, how dare they divide us by saying, some jobs are essential and some jobs aren't. Who the beep? You know what I mean? I mean, it's crazy to me. But would you do it? Would you mask up again? Uh, Eric, Minnesota, talk to me. 
Definitely not, Joe. I did it once. I won't do it again, and I don't know how they're going to make us do it. Well, there are a lot of people around you that you know of, that I know of, that will immediately do it because the government says so. You know that, right? Absolutely. And that's the sad part about what we live in right now, and when do we stop it, and how do we upheave it? I got you. Eric, I appreciate that. Thank you. Let me go back at it. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. George, California. What's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Love your show. Thank you. Yeah. Um, a family member had a stroke, and her part was a speech therapy class. And so we had to walk in there with the mask, and she had to walk in with the mask, and the therapist was, okay, we'll go into my private room because you cannot see each other's lips to read what they're saying with the mask on. So the mask was really worthless in the therapist. How stupid is that? It was for speech therapy, but you had to wear a mask until you got into a smaller room where where the COVID uh, molecules could probably run around the room a lot easier because it's small exactly. and everybody would, would get them. And you couldn't really tell how the person was speaking because they were wearing... Dude, come on. George, come on. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. 888-941-PAGS. JoePags.com. Would you wear one, Charlie? Would you wear one? Let's go. Hey, Joe. Um, yeah, so, uh, no, I, I was totally against the mask from the very beginning. Never wore them until I was made to wear it at work. And I work in a restaurant, and we use uh, spices, you know, uh, that we mix uh, things with. And you would have the mask on, and the spices, airborne spices, would make you choke even with the mask on. I mean, if the spices could, uh, you know, could get through, of course the COVID could get through. Of course. No, it's a very good point. Charlie, I hear you. And by the way, I'm not like Mr. Anti-Mask my entire life. If you're a painter, you got to wear a painter's mask to protect your respiratory system. It makes sense. If you're somebody who works like he does with, with very spicy food or with spices that can, you know, get into your, your airway and make you sneeze or cough or gives you some issues, you wear a mask. I get it. If you're doing surgery, you wear a mask and a shield so that your body fluids aren't falling into cavities that you have open. I get it. Listen, there are t- there's a time and place for masks, but they were never, ever, ever, never going to do anything for, with COVID. They just didn't. Yet, they were able to make us stop. They're able to make us stop living our lives and being free. Albert, Pennsylvania, let's go. Hey, what's up, man? Hey. The uh, the reason they they work better than what people are saying, it's the droplets. They, they need to travel via droplets. And the- you you got to dump them. See, we knew that was going to happen because, A, can't be a nurse, can't be a medical professional if he thinks that the molecules were bigger than the openings in the mesh of a mask. For those of you who are listening online and watching on the stream, you heard what he said. He dropped an F-bomb because he couldn't handle it. Now, I can, again, I'm not a medical professional, but I'm smart enough to have people on who can cite the studies. And when I started citing the people that I've had on and the people who absolutely know better than he does, that's when he freaked out. He didn't know what to do. What's interesting is I knew that he wanted to argue. Sam let me know in the notes. And I'll take somebody who wants to argue with me, but he wasn't intelligent enough to have an argument above board. This is the kind of guy, Carrie, that will write me tonight some big, long, two-page letter about how wrong I was. And you know what I do with those? I just hit delete. delete. Those are gone. Let me look at them. Keep it here. Alan Dershowitz coming up next. This is the Joe Pag Show.